The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in. Welcome in. Eric Zane Show Podcast, the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week, Monday through Friday, from the Impact Power Sports Studio. Hope you all are well. We are inching our way towards that time of the year when, like, the clocks, uh, you know, spring forward. I guess that's, like, March 10. And I'm like, yes, come on, let's do it. It's still a month away, but it just, that's like a, a real turning point. You know, he, we're, we're already past one turning point. Uh, also, the idea that today is Fat Tuesday is another turning point because that uh, signifies the beginning of the Lenten season. And as a uh, Catholic, a cradle Catholic, but currently not practicing, that signifies, you know, the Lenten season that's kind of like getting ready for Easter. It all, it all equates to like big picture, you know, spring, eternal, Let's wake up. Oh my God. You know, I, uh, it, it just every single time of year that we get to this, I'm like, I can't wait until the warmer temperatures. It's going to be awesome. And then as soon as it gets here, what do I do? I waste it all away. Hang on. We get, this is the obligatory bash the equipment moment. Knock it off. I don't even know if there was anything wrong with that, but it just felt like I was hearing something weird. Punchkis, that's like, uh, I think, Polish for jelly donut. I remember one fat Tuesday, I was working at uh, the cabinet shop with my brother, uh, regular Mike, half-brother Mike. So those three of us, it was Mike, World Book Jim, and EZ. And there was a, we, okay, these guys that worked in the cabinet shop, there was all the time there would be disputes. And there was one in particular that one of the other workers uh, annoyed the hell out of my brother Jim, World Book Jim. And they, somebody had bought keys to start the day. And Jim had a punchki in his hand. And uh, it was a jelly, jelly punchki, like a jelly donut. And he whipped that fucking thing at this guy whose name was Scratch. That was his nickname, Scratch. And hit him, actually, um, if you can picture, like, the Zabruder film, when JFK and Jackie were in the motorcade, Dealey Plaza, and then the first shot hit Kennedy... And then he like grabbed his neck and that weird reflex. And then the second shot, like, you, well, you can picture it. 
Well, that's what it looked like. JFK headshot. When Jim uh, completely connected flush with the side of that fucker's head. And it exploded. And it was like, what the fuck? If we could only see that on replay, it was so fantastic. My God. I've got a whole um, book's worth of stories from the cabinet shop. Those years, my God, I am um, just by kind of like um, osmosis. I, I, I learned some key things in a trade when it came to building cabinets. And uh, I remember Diana, I was just starting to date Diana and I was still working at the cabinet shop during during my summers and she said i'm gonna get a bunny I go, oh all right great yeah bunny sounds awesome so she goes i need a, a bunny cage all right hey i'll build you one i'm like a i'm like a carpentry expert now so i've got my chicken wire i've got my uh i've got my parts and uh i've got a, a staple gun inch and a quarter staples and the staple went into my middle finger, into the side, out the other side of the middle finger, into the index finger, and they were stapled together all the way through. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. I had to get this pair of uh, uh, pliers and actually yanked that fucking thing out of there. Holy shit. Did not go to the hospital. Bandaged it. Up. It just went through meat. Tyler says, careful describing this. You might start to vagal. You're absolutely right. And I did. I felt tingling in various extremities. Me describing my own injury. Podcaster passes out from describing his own in from describing his own injury. Holy shit. I can't even talk. What is my deal? Um, over the weekend, our beloved NFK starts complaining of tooth pain. Now, it's my job to run out the ground ball when he's having something that's bothering him. Yesterday, right at eight, I start the damn music for this show and then I call while it's warming up, while everybody's logging in or whatever. Yeah, I want to get uh, Kevin in. I want to get the NFK in. Okay, we can get him in at 11.40. I go, fantastic. Diana's got the day off. I go down there, I go like, uh, can, you, can you take him? Because she's, you know, home. Just makes my life easier. I'm I'm in uh scheduling I'm the scheduling department and I'm transportation. And I'm also liaison to the physicians and the dentists who explain things to him and um and all sorts of scheduling things come to me. Diana goes, takes the NFK. Comes back. And um, Kevin walks in first. I go, hey, how did you do? Did you figure out your issue? 
and he starts to describe it, stops and says, I'll let her describe it. I go, no problem. Now, Diana did start to describe it. And then about three seconds into describing it, he comes back in the room and starts barking out basically what she's trying to explain to me in English. He's trying to explain to me through uh, pantomime and histrionics and gestures. So I'm looking at Diana and she's carefully explaining what's going on. And before I get to that, before I start actually to process the information from her, Ding Dong walks into the room and this is what he does. Now, if you're only watching this, if you're only listening to the show, you won't be able to gather this because you know he likes to talk with a physical language that only well he i don't i can't even understand it he just does it you're like what is that noise that's darla scratching at the couch the chair hey 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 just lay down you don't need to dig a hole on the chair So before Diana can get two words out, he comes walking up. And one of the things he's doing is he's showing me his teeth. Like what a monkey would do when he's showing aggression. And when he's doing that, um, I don't often see his teeth. But it was a shade of yellow. Like if you don't drink water for like a day and you still pee, it comes out like golden. He's got golden teeth. Because one of his gestures was showing his teeth and go and touching it like that. So this is what I get. While Diana's talking to me, he comes and goes, eh, eh, fucking shit. And then he's going, <laughs> Fucking she fucking she's goddamn son of a fucking bitch. You motherfucking cocksucker. I said, she's a sleep study. You called that fucking. But you get sleep study cocksucker motherfucker. And she's taking shit and fucking cock crazy fucking N word. I go, oh. Okay, I got it. You want me to call your uh, primary care physician? Right. And because the dentist thinks that you're terribly grinding your teeth, which is hitting a nerve. Yeah, she's fucking. She's motherfucker. She's she fucking shit. Fuck. Cocksuck. Motherfucker. Okay. And uh, he thinks I should schedule a you for a sleep study, uh, trying to find out if you're uh, if you have apnea and if you're grinding your teeth. Oh, God damn! So that's basically it. I guess uh, the idea that he's really, really grinding his teeth at night and that is leading to some type of tooth pain during his waking hours. The suggestion being that that's what's happening. So 
Okay. I guess he's got to get a sleep study. I have no fucking idea. I go, well, yeah, but are you in pain right now? I mean, did has the pain, was the pain addressed? And um, Diana explained to me that he somehow did manage to do something. I don't know if it was grind something down or wiggle a tooth a certain way and it, it did stop hurting. I don't know. So easy logistics scheduling department. Uh, I, I called and, and scheduled it and, uh, I, I wandered downstairs and go, Hey buddy. Um, I, uh, I got you in with your doctor and he's got this look of shock in his eyes. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, what, this is what I was, this is, you were there when we had this discussion about scheduling you with your doctor to tell him what your dentist said. The most confused look you'll, you'd ever see. Oh, so I go, all right. So that's happening Friday. It's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be horrible. Chris says, it's like American sign language communicating with him. He's talking about, but it's Kevin song. I can't even talk fucking a. Kevin Sign Language, K-S-L. All I do is, because you guys talk about a bite split. I I don't know. I thought that they would have suggested that too. But um, I guess not. I have no idea. Holy shit. And then I uh, I made the mistake more dental care news. Typically he'll get pieces of mail and he'll open them and he has no idea what they are. Usually it's from like uh, Medicare or it's a medical bill or something like that. And like when it comes to the, cause he is constantly paying the dentist money. He's in for like tens of thousands of dollars. And uh, every time he gets a root canal, it's another $1,500 that he has to pay out of pocket. So I get the bills and I just, you know, uh, over time pay them through his, um, like, uh, what do you call it? Through his bank account, like write a check. Here you go. And um, so he sees one that I opened, which is, I'm a little worried about that because his name was on it, but I opened it because I don't want him seeing how much he's paying, even though that might actually make him brush his teeth. I don't know. But, um, he saw how much it was for that one root. Can I goes, I got, I owe that much money. I go, yeah, I break it up over time. I usually send them two or three payments to pay for that, but so it doesn't drain your money. But yeah, that's, you know, you're into you're in for tens of thousands of dollars to get your teeth fixed. Now, uh, wait, before he goes to bed, this is how it, how it is in this fucker's world. Uh, an entire thing of tobacco in his mouth, and then he kind of scoops it out, throws it away. Oh, he puts it back in the tin. He's got one with good tobacco and one with used tobacco. And then, so he empties the good one and chews it 
and then he or puts it, you know, lets it do its thing between his gum and his teeth, and then he pulls it out and puts it in the shitty one. When the shitty one gets full, he dumps it out. It's a ritual. God damn, it's like his biggest uh, obligation is chewing tobacco for the day. And uh, he'll scoop it out. And then he's been eating shit all day and drinking coffee. And then he just goes to bed. And I'm like, buddy, you're in a spot right now where your teeth are rotting out of your head. You need to make every effort to clean your teeth, especially after a full day of tobacco chewing and eating. I do. I brush them all day. And he does now. He does actually during the day. I go, I understand that. But you don't before you go to bed. No. I go, you need to. You're spending a lot of money to get your teeth fixed. You mean, why am I even having this pep talk with you? Why Why does this even take place? Why am I talking to a man uh, 63 years old about brushing his goddamn teeth? I have had to parent more for shit like this with the NFK than I did my own son. Jesus. Speaking of my son, I got a phone call yesterday. And, uh, you know, I better not say anything. I take it back. I'm going to blue ball you. Uh, Corey says Jim had a baby in high school, though. Pretty mature. He had to be. You know, um, I found out the easiest way to get your son to listen to you. Like if you wanted him to do something, tell him the opposite because he's not going to do what you tell him to do. He's going to do the opposite. I figured that out. Unbelievable. Yeah. Sorry to blue ball you, but I'm like, ah, I better wait on this. I'm not, I'm not, that's what I've been doing lately. I've been trying to, um, I've been trying to not make so many mistakes when it comes to just saying shit off the top of my head, even though I almost did that yesterday and almost got one of the audience members possibly in trouble. None of that today. All right. Thank you for being here. Amanda, which is remarkable. She says, yeah, quit blurting stuff out. Ah, Yeah, quit blurting. Holy cow. Um, Over the weekend, I went and saw a concert, and this is my review of it. Some of you may remember the band. Well, I'm sure a lot of you, especially in Grand Rapids, there's a band called the Verve Pipe, and they had some hits in the 90s. Uh, One is called The Freshman. That was their biggest hit. Brian Vanderark is the lead singer of the Verve Pipe leader of the band. And I've talked to Brian many, many times over the years, uh, while at WGRD and, um, even at WBBL from time to time. And, uh, I, I never really have, I've never seen that band live. And I think what's happened to that band is they've added a few more layers to it 
that makes it a must watch and much see. And, uh, um, that's the same thing. Must see, must hear because a pal of mine, um, I invited to the hockey game over the weekend. He says, I can't, I'm going to see the Verve pipe. I go, Hey, you got an extra ticket. He works in radio. He said, yeah, I go send it to me because after the hockey game, I'm going to go over there to, uh, uh, it's a venue called 20 Monroe. So I literally get done with the hockey game, walk cross street, walk in. And it's, I, I figured out that of the 21 songs, I was on song 11 when I walked in. So halfway through the show, band of Verve pipe. And uh, they're busting out a uh, a cover song at the time by the band Supertramp called uh, "Take the Long Way Home," and it's one of my one of uh, it's a terrific song. And they were doing a hell of a job with it. I was like, "God damn, this sounds fantastic!" But then I watched the rest of the show, and God damn it, I was I don't I mean I don't there's no hyperbole here. I was moved. I was so into this. I was like, son of a bitch. I feel like I'm seeing something really, really spectacular. And, and I was, um, I like, I'm like really special and I'm listening to it. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what have I been missing for all of this time? They've probably played in the area a hundred times in the 20 years that I've lived here. Why am I just now seeing this? And, um, I really got into it. So you're looking at a high powered band with so many amazing elements to it that holy shit can't drop the E out of you says their guitarist Lou is the guitarist at our church. Wow. Well, that must be incredible because, um, that guy was just crushing it. Uh, there were uh, many different members of that band that I was super, that were super memorable to me. And he was one of them. He's, he's fantastic. They had a fiddle player in the band. They had a harmonica player in the band and the bass player is Brian's brother. He was outstanding. And, uh, Brian himself, the lyrics in Brian's songs are, are pretty, pretty fantastic. This isn't like a bunch of Oh yes. And ahas and baby, baby, babies. These are, these are pretty deep, um, songs with just tremendous, uh, tremendous lyrics. If you, but you really got to pay attention now. Um, I I'm doing that. I'm really listening to the words and watching him sell it like crazy. And I'm with this dude. I know who got me the tickets and, uh, he, he starts having a conversation with me about how hot the other lead singer is. And, uh, it's this lady, her name is, uh, Channing Lee. I think Channing Lee, is that it? I think so. I'm just, I'm just getting up to speed on all of this right now. And, um, and I'm like, God damn it. Shut up. I want to enjoy this. I, cause I've said this before when I am seeing a show, I don't, I want to be left alone. And when I walked into the venue, I was alone. And for about the first five songs, I'm leaning next to the sound where the, uh, the mixing area is, you know, in front of the stage, like in a shadow, just watching the damn thing. Like, oh, this is fucking great. Then I ran into dude and dude's like, yeah, come with us. I go, all right. Yeah. And then I'm, he's like, oh, what do you think about the lions? I'm like, shut up. I'm trying to watch this show. So, all right. Um, this all unfolds. And then 
they um, they leave the stage, and it's um, what do you call it? Encore time. And a couple uh, the the opening act comes out, and they're go- they're going to do a jam session. All right, and um, the lead the guitar player for that band. He goes into a chord progression that I instantly recognize as the chain from Fleetwood Mac. Never break the chain. You know, that that song. And uh, slowly but surely, the verve pipe comes out to join them. And this gets to a fevered pitch of intensity. Oh. And... Uh, at the end of that song, it gets really, they like double time or whatever the fuck that song. And uh, everybody's just ripping through it. And Vander Ark has school-age kids. And as it really starts to rip late in the song, his kids are dancing off to the side of the stage. And I'm like, little kids are dancing their asses off to their dad playing a Fleetwood Mac song. Oh, it was, and people are just, it was like a frenzy. The audience is just going fucking bonkers. So it culminates with a big finish. That's it. Band leaves. And I'm like, what have I just witnessed here? I have seen something really, really special. My God, I was I was I was half exhausted from just watching it. Um, we waited off to the side of the stage, hoping Brian would come out, but he did not. And but the harmonica guy did, like to go get a drink or see family or something like that. And I go, I I need to tell you something. You guys moved me, and if you really want to get. Okay, if you just say, hey, man, sounded great. They go, hey, thanks. But if you say this, apparently it has more. I go, look, you need to know this. All of what just happened right there moved me. It really did. And he goes, oh, my God, thank you. He was so sweet and so appreciative of the comment. And then he said to me, it's been a long week. My, My brother just passed. I go, are you kidding me? Jesus Christ, I'm so sorry. Well, you laid it out there, man. He would have been proud of you. Oh. Dude, it was awesome. I can't stress enough. Um, the next time they blow through, you must go see the Verve Pipe. You have to. It, um, I, I, I feel like a dick for not, I feel like, um, I've taken the band, uh, being around here and in the area for as long as I have for granted. I'm like, shit, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. I mean, now they're old. I think they, they, uh, when I say old, Brian's as old as I am. I think that, um, they're now to a point where they've, they're, they gotta be better than they ever have before because uh, they've got so many different, um, uh, bullets in the chamber with this, um, other lead singer, this lady, Channing Lee is, I think her name. I know I struggled with it before, but I'm pretty sure that's it. And, uh, just the, just there's just a lot of layers to the band more so I'm sure I'm sure than when they first started making music when they were just kids, um, in East Lansing, and in Grand Rapids too. So that is 
That is EZ's review of the Verve Pipe concert. Make it a point to uh, check them out online. And they, they do have some live material. Um, there is a uh, album on Spotify called Villains Live and Acoustic. But what I saw the other night, if I had that live, I would fucking watch, watch it over again. Over and over and over again. Uh, Chris says you got to be on your shit to do covers of Super Tramp and Fleetwood. I wonder if there's YouTube or TikTok videos on it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Chris says Janie Lane. No, not Janie Lane. I said Channing Lee. I think it is. Just double check. Maybe I'm getting that wrong. Chanting something. I don't remember. Chanting Lee doesn't sound right. It's chanting something. Now I got to know. Chanting Verve Pipe? Would I look that up? It is Chanting Lee. Fuck me. I was right. Not Channing Tatum. Shut up, dick. Channing Lee. That is the young lady's name. She was outstanding. She even did a song where um, the whole band left and she's up there by herself. And she starts like doing a melody with her voice. Like, you know how like when you have three people that are singing acapella, one person does one part, another person does another part. Third person does another part. She starts doing one part and then she taps something on the floor and it loops that first part. And then she does another part and hits something else on the fucking floor. And now I hear her twice doing two different things that are like perfect, sync perfectly. And then she starts singing along with her. Does that make sense? So I'm hearing three hers. Remarkable. Kyle Ryan writes, there's a segment on Freeburn Outwing show years ago where all five of you guys shit all over this band and talk about how awful their first album was. Uh, now I feel bad. That can't be true. There's no way. There's no way that would have happened. All right. Thanks for checking out the show on Facebook. X and YouTube. I appreciate you on Facebook X and YouTube for joining. But if you want the full show, you have to head over to Twitch. It's more fun at Twitch. You get, you give yourself a username, you make yourself known in the chat community and uh, off you go. The full show is uninterrupted on Twitch. All you have to do is download the Twitch app. And then search Eric Zane Live, all one word. Or if you're at a desktop or laptop, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Audio podcast, wherever you download shows, email me on the Shoreliner Striping inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. And my Patreon, where this Thursday we have a big fraud, this is a big fraud Thursday coming your way. Ben and I will bust out uh, who are these free beers. 
and then we will do the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. On who are these free beers this week? We will unpack uh, a segment where our heroes, we used to do this where we would play a video and then make jokes about the video. And it still happens to this day, but something was a little wonky in this one. Uh, there were some glaring problems that need to be discussed. Mainly the jokes. Um, our heroes break down a video where uh, a guy who is an actual clown is te- teaching people how to appropriately be a clown at an old folks home, which on its surface sounds like it would be a decent enough bit of content to have fun with. But what we got was to start Greg busting out a number of jokes that frankly, I thought some of which were pretty decent fair. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think some of them like, that's not a bad joke. Well, that's not a bad joke either, but he got nothing for them. Like no one, there was like crickets in the room. I was like, why, why isn't anybody helping you with your jokes? What's going on here? It turned out to be pretty rough and uh, we'll break that down. The uh, clown video breakdown. Easy will break down them breaking down the clowns and Ben Glaze Thursday on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. But for now, thank you, Facebook X and YouTube. But I say, I say goodbye to you for now. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Don't forget, Dear Meathead happens tomorrow. I'm completely bare on questions. So if you could send me a question along for Dear Meathead, that would make me happy. Send it on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com the best way to do it take something from your daily life that's going on and and say i wonder what meathead would think about this and send it along maybe you have a project that you're working on maybe you have a big life decision maybe there's someone at work that's annoying you send it along for dear meathead coming up tomorrow right here the open and live stream of this show brought to you by a and e heating and cooling 616-516-8579 Joe Martinez, believe it or not, till the end of February, you can get a free furnace tune-up. If you haven't done this yet, uh, it doesn't hurt. First of all, it's a safety issue. Once a year, that thing should be uh, looked at to make sure that everything is in working order. Second of all, when it is running at a tuned-up, when it is tuned-up and it's running, it's running more efficient, which means you're saving money. On your fuel bill, 616-516-8579 for A&E heating and cooling. You should see Joe and or his crew twice a year. AC tune-up, furnace tune-up. Reach out today, 616-516-8579. Those gloriously fantastic people at Impact Power Sports. Uh, Get into some redneck sports. ATV, side-by-side, motorcycle. Maybe an electric bike, for God's sake. 
Uh, Yamaha Golf Cart. They are Michigan's newest dealer of Yamaha Golf Carts. Impact Power Sports along 14 Mile in beautiful Rockford, Michigan. Check them out online at impactpowersportsmi.com. Also up north in Greenville, Michigan. The Green Medicine Shop. Online at thegreenmedicineshop.com. Medical Cannabis Facility. In a day and an age when most people just go, and uh, in Michigan especially, with the recreational cannabis option. In Greenville, this is a medical facility, higher grade when it comes to the flowers that uh, become the cannabis that is consumed. When I say higher grade, less impurities. Uh, They are a cannabis facility because there is an ordinance in Greenville that says, hey, you can't do recreational here, those stuffed shirts. Jesus. Anyway, support the sponsors. If you um, do partake with cannabis products, please make the trip up to Greenville, Michigan, and uh, stock up there, whether it's edibles or um, leafy green buds. I don't think anybody does that, but that's all that came to mind for me. Or maybe even CBD products. You can get it at the green medicine shop. You do need a medical card. If you have one, great. You're good to go. If you don't have one, you can get one at their website, thegreenmedicineshop.com. Cost you 90 bucks, but when you get it through their website, you get a $100 in-store credit. Also, if people like to, um, in Michigan, you know, cannabis recreational is 21 and up, just like booze. However, um, 18 to 21, there are 18 to 21 year olds who are like, shit, I want cannabis too, but I got to wait till I'm 21. That's not true. You can go to thegreenmedicineshop.com, get your medical card, just like I told you to do. Get your, uh, uh, pay your 90 bucks, get your $100 in-store credit, and then you are legally allowed to obtain cannabis uh, with your medical card. So there's a, a three-year niche of people, 18 to 21, who can be served with cannabis products this way. You need to go to the green medicine shop in order to do that. There are also a lot of uh, legal benefits if you have a cannabis, um, if you have a medical card when it comes to cannabis. Uh, it's especially if, like in the workplace, things like that. Uh, a lot of that, I it's above my pay grade. But if you have a medical card and you do use cannabis, uh, there's a lot of legal benefits that you would be afforded by law. So go to thegreenmedicineshop.com for more information. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right, rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. 
So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy video lock is the top of the heap. Okay, you can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock e-u-f-y official.com slash video lock the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Trucker Dan says, can I get invited to Big Fraud Thursdays again? Maybe. Wait a minute. Look, if you had not been getting invited, um, there's a way that we invite people. The way we invite people to Big Fraud Thursdays is, um, well, first of all, the only show that I have an audience with you on Zoom is the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. I send a Zoom link via Twitch and the audio video live stream tier. If you have access to tier two, you'll see it. It just opens up and then you just click on that or copy it and paste it and put it into your browser. And then you're in. That's how you do that. If you do, if you are an audio member, you won't even be able to see the post. It'll be locked. So if you're a tier two member, you can see it. And that's how you do it. So it's pretty simple. Some people weren't aware that I did that, but you'll get a notification on Patreon. I guess I said Twitch when I was talking about this. I meant Patreon. That's that's how you do this. Dan says you always emailed it to me. I understand that. But did you hear what I just said? The way we do it now is I post it on tier two. Uh, that makes it easier. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to give you shit. That makes it easier for um, the members who paid for it to get it. So if you're trying to like, are you trying to like weasel your way in to getting it for free? Is that, is that, does that, are you suggesting that you should get it for free and everyone who pays for it should pay for it? Because um, that's going to deserve uh, a hard and fast no. These people pay for this shit, Dan. What the hell? Yeah, go ahead. Give it to me for free. 
Dan says, absolutely not. I'm tier one. Well, then you're fucked in the ass. What the fuck am I supposed to do? It's not my, don't blame me. If you got it emailed to you before, that's how I get you. I make it available for free first. And then I, I suck you in. And I, you know, I love to suck you in. And it's like, oh, all right, here we go. Now you, now you, you got it free. Thank you're welcome. Now here comes uh, the, the time you got to pay for it. So there's only about 90 people that have access to it. Everybody else does tier one. It's like, you guys are fucking missing out. This is what I'm trying to convince you people to do. Had you not, uh, had you signed up for tier two? I mean, you would have been there for some big moments in the show that you could have seen. Like there was one moment where this one chick just decided to take her shirt off for no reason, like five times. But where were you? You were on your little tier one island, just audio. <laughs> Dan says, yes, I'm still bummed about the titty. And that was a one and done. I don't, you know, I, there might've been some booze involved with that. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, stay right there. Easy has to go tinkle. By the way, when I was discussing the verve pipe, uh, uh, Amanda's comment did not go unnoticed. Uh, I, I had a, um, upon reading it, what was that feeling that I, uh, that I, I can only describe as, um, wanting to vomit. She said, oh, hey, I'm getting wet just hearing about this. Ah, yeah. Ah. I'm getting wet, guys. My finger's all shiny. Oh, hey. She says, I like good music, and you explained it well. Right. That you realize you said how wet you are. But yet, I mean, most people would just say, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Instead, you say, hey, I like good music and I explained it well. So does that mean if you go to fucking, let's say, Mr. Burger and they serve good French fries, do you look at the waiter and go, hey, (laughs) these are so good. You're making me really wet. Do you do that? You fucking dummy. She says, it's a joke. I know. So is this. Shut the fuck up. I, I guess what? This burger's so good. It's making me gush. These fries are so good. I want a dick in my ass. Ah, Good God. 
fuck is wrong with you? Ryan says, God, I love this impression more than life. I want to animate it. Dan says, I'm definitely a wreck when you talk about making the fries. Uh, made fries yesterday at Bosco's Pub. It was a good time. Uh, I have some juicy gossip from uh, something I saw at Bosco's Pub. A couple of audience members walked in together and I was surprised to see them. And I walked in and I went, oh, hey. And uh, one audience member says, don't say anything. So I'm like, uh, and it was weird. It was that, that, that kind of caught me off guard. It's like, well, okay. So I'm technically not saying anything. All I'm doing is saying that I saw two people together at Bosco's pub came in. I left them alone. I didn't, I didn't even want to see them anymore after that. I didn't want them to feel embarrassed or worried or anything like that. Ashley writes, was it Linda and her man? I don't know anything about that. I don't know if Linda has a man. Corey writes, oh my God, a pizza buffet. I'm so wet now. What? Upset. Ryan says, I was hoping it was Amy and Ashley going in for a burger touch session. Ashley, of course, says Amy and me, Amy and I would happily scissor and tell the world. Amanda says, fuck you up. Hey, I'm down 10 pounds. That's good. All right, keep it up. Don't get cocky. Was it KMK and Commander Moss? No, that would be funny. That would be excellent. She'd see me and start making a free market solution. I'm a scientist and a veteran making free market solutions. Corey writes, ah, hey, I'm down 10 so I can eat 20 pounds of pizza. Wet pussy. Hey. This guy right here that you see is the guy who around uh, the holidays. Remember our, our pal uh, Bender Bones put up the display on the front lawn of the Michigan Capitol. Their uh, Satanic Temple goat display. And this guy like went up to it and shot a video and was he was all fucking ridiculous and talking about whatever the fuck. And, uh, you know, that's that uh, this came to be that um, organizations like the Satanic Temple of uh, West Michigan 
they challenged the idea that you could put up religious displays on government property. The point of all that was to illustrate that there should not be a combination of church and state. And if there is, you have to make it available for everyone to show their religious uh, displays and accoutrements and whatever the fuck. Stupid shit. Um, but he, you know, he's acting like it's the end of the world and, oh, my God, we must pray. We must pray to Jesus, which, you know, I, I love praying to Jesus. Like if I, you know, I, I am team Jesus at all times. But there is a, uh, th- there's a time and a place for baby Jesus. Um, and in no way, shape, or form should any denomination or religion interfere with how the business of a state and or country is run. Corey says religion is only allowed in schools if it's Jesus with these people. Like the actual Jesus. Of course, you got private schools. All right, go ahead. Do whatever you want. Be as bigoted as you want. Uh, but this guy, this Josh Shriver, he's uh, he's made a name for himself after this video that he posted that we talked about. And Bender Bones has been ripping him a new one. And Joe Spalding's been ripping him a new one. And he's gotten a little bit more off the reservation with each passing week. This has been a rather quick uh, quick process where he's gotten more and more emboldened with what he posts on social media. The latest thing he did was there was a uh, map of the world and on the map, it had black figures greatly outnumbering white figures along with the phrase, the great replacement. It goes on to say the conspiracy uh, theory says that there's a plot to diminish the influence of white people. Now, a lot of times with these wackos uh, goes hand in hand with conspiracy theorists and shit like that. And it was really, really weird stuff. So his conspiracy theory is that black people are going to replace white people. Now I hope that's true, but it's not. And so he, but he posted about it and now, He's in deep shit. He had a bunch of like, he had a committee assignment with the state. Like, you know, you take lawmakers, you put them on a committee or a panel or whatever the fuck he lost that. They took it away from him. Uh, that's, that's the first thing that's happened to him because of it. The speaker of the Michigan house is a Democrat. A black guy said he will not allow the house to be a forum for racist, hateful and bigoted speech. Shriver who represents portions of Oakland and Macomb counties that Macomb County, that's city of Warren or city of Warren is in Macomb County. He can still vote on the house floor, but 
Tate removed him from a committee and told the house business office to oversee his staff members who can still wait a minute. They took away his staff. Representative Shriver has a history of promoting debunked theories and dangerous rhetoric that jeopardizes the safety of Michigan residents and contributes to a hostile and uncomfortable environment for others. A message seeking comment from Shriver was not immediately returned. He defended the the post, though he doubled down. He says, look, I don't like racists. He's one of these people that said that he's, you know, um, his opinion is that uh, uh, white people are the victims. I don't know who the fuck the victim is. I don't think anybody's the victim. I'm opposed to racist race baiters and victim politics. Well, you're playing the victim. Shriver told the Detroit news. What I find strange is the, here's the word again, the agenda to demoralize and reduce the white portion of our population. What a thing to say. What I find strange is the agenda to reduce the white portion of our population. Um, Look, if there was something going on to reduce the white portion of our population, you would find it more than strange. If that were true, I'd be fucking freaking out. But it's not. He's convinced that the world is trying to reduce the actual number of whites. Shriver was elected to a two-year term in 2022. Uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, a Democrat, released a statement Friday calling his post abhorrent rhetoric. We will never let those who stoke racial racial fears divide us. She said, too late, too late. These people are already gone. There's a great opportunity to bring in um, one of our favorites, Hit or miss whether he picks up, but uh, when he does, he's always great. More often than not, he does pick up. That would be Joe Spaulding. What's up, big fraud? Hey, buddy. Sorry to bother you. I'm live on the podcast. Oh, no. No bothers at all. Uh, Just sitting here getting uh, ready for this meeting to start. Uh, You got something going on in Ottawa County today, huh? Yeah, well, the, the, the commission meeting is going on. I'm uh, at my my place. I'll be calling it in at the end for public comment there. Good deal. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Josh Shriver is in the crosshairs right now. I was just discussing him. Yeah, I, this guy keeps uh, stepping in it harder and harder. It all started with um, when he was bitching about the goat display during the holidays, which was ridiculous. And then I've been yeah. following you online every time you you highlight one of his posts. And then something you highlighted before everybody jumped on board with was his uh, 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 great white replacement thing or whatever the fuck. Uh, that, yeah. And now he's in deep shit. Yeah, this guy's this guy's kind of Looney Tunes, you know. Uh, you know, when it comes to great replacement, uh, the those uh, white supremacist fucks in Charlottesville a few years back, uh, they were chanting "Jews will not replace us." It's the same bullshit, right? So, 
And, and it's like, I mean, you look at the facts, and Michigan is 74% white. It's like 6% Latino. And these guys are saying that somehow immigration at the border in Texas is going to make it so all the white people have to leave. And it's just the dumbest stuff in the universe. And it just, I mean, the clear intent is to get low-level low, low information, low-informed folks pissed off enough to either act you know, hope like I guess electorally, but it really sounds like yeah. they're trying to incite people to violence. Exactly, that's exactly what it does. <laughs> because most of the people that would um, uh, find that message appealing are generally ignorant people from the start, and and that puts them even more uh, their their emotions into that uh, um, uh, realm of that rhetoric, and it it makes them act foolishly. And all you need, all it takes is one. It just takes one. That's right, and uh, I mean, there's, I mean, there's clearly psychos out there. Most of the people that are out there on Twitter supporting uh, Shriver are they have anonymous accounts, uh, and if you question on their anonymity, they'll say that I don't want to lose my job. So they clearly know that what they're saying is out of, out of uh, uh, you know, out of pocket is what the kids are saying. Like, and uh, it's. It, it's it's clearly racist, and everybody understands that. You know, with, with Shriver, I think he has Twitter brain. Like he thinks Twitter is real life, but it's 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 not. What's actually happening is he's pushing more and more people away from the Republican Party because they don't want to be associated with this. It's just trash. The fact that um, after he was um, uh, after the Michigan Speaker Tate took him off that committee and took away his staff. His quote was, what I find strange is the agenda to reduce the white portion of our population. That, that, that's quite a uh, staggering thing to say. He's suggesting that there's a plan to reduce the number of white people. That is remarkable that somebody would say that with a straight face uh, publicly. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm a Latino. I've worked in housing policy, so I happen to know that there is a history in this country of active displacement, specifically of black people from neighborhoods or communities. And when that happens, there's lots of documentation and there are maps. They actually go out and they draw maps. The last set of maps uh, for this purpose are called redlining maps. You can still find them for most cities, most of the bigger cities in Michigan. And they, there is active evidence of intention of displacement there of black Americans. So when it comes to uh, this, um, the great replacement theory, uh, there are natural demographic shifts that happen. Like Michigan is 74% white. It used to be 80% white 20 years ago, right? Right. Like that's not, but no. white people didn't go anywhere. No, no, no. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. I, I interrupted you. Finish your thought. No, that's it. No, you're, you, you interrupted at the exact right spot because that was my point. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, over time, more people moved to the area. And over 20 years, 6% is not a big deal. It's And who cares if it was? I mean, in a perfect world, it'd be 100% black because all the white people fucked the shit up, it seems. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there are some places where it's where it, where it is close to 100 percent black, and uh, I I don't know. Uh, Wakanda is the one that's closest to perfect world, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. I think this whole thing is. Um, I I I oftentimes wonder when people like Shriver get into office, if one if the people who voted him in get like buyer's remorse after just enough nonsense happens that they're like, oh boy. 
we, you know, I wanted, I wanted this person in there for this reason, but now it's like a bait and switch on me because I feel like he's completely gone off the reservation. I don't know if the racism is the thing that's going to trigger him, but with Shriver, like that guy says some creepy stuff. Like the guy, like when he wants to ban porn, right? Which is just like this weird thing for a politician to be talking about a lot and then if you look at when he talks about that issue like it comes in this like really long chain of very shameful sounding posts like he got caught um having some self-love by his wife or something and he's trying to apologize to twitter is what it actually sounds like (laughs) so like i when when we find out what's on this guy's hard drive oh yeah i yeah i think that's gonna be the thing that's gonna push the people away but like i don't I, I don't want to be. I told you so about that's like th- this guy gives me the creeps on top of him being yeah. a horrible person. I, I, I could, couldn't agree more. It's just you just have this real uh, odd feeling when he talks that something something is in that closet. And motherfuck, we got to find out what it is. Yeah, three shit. or four skeletons at least. Oh, boy. All right. Well, as always, uh, it's wonderful to get you on. You're so quick on your feet, despite me just interrupting you interrupting your morning so uh, uh have a good one I'll, I'll i'll look for you on the ottawa county commission uh, meeting today as usual and uh yeah i saw you on the last one that was incredible what you did in front of everybody i was just like and no one you couldn't see it but i was just just drilling the back of john gibbs's skull through his head when he was feeding that line of bullshit to everybody like that is just like lazy gobble everybody who has ever worked with other people has heard some lazy asshole say that same stupid crap well we're just doing this vague nonsense over here and we'll eventually deliver it and we're really working hard and shut up dude get to work <laughs> all right joe spalding as always thank you so much and uh, i appreciate you joining me yeah, take care, Easy. All right, buddy. There you go. Yeah, I love that he starts out with the hello, big fraud. He's great. That dude is fucking sweet. He's got his shit together. You know, if I am the other side of the argument and I see Joe Spaulding walking in, I'm like, oh fuck. I'm dead. Son of a bitch. All right. The world-famous Throat Slash Dale. He is the man behind superior cleaning and power washing. Reach out and schedule your power washing. He's scheduling now for the spring, 231-740-4098. That's 231-740-4098. I've had a few people say, whatever happened? What's going on? How come he hasn't been on trivia? Yeah, I gave it a break, but uh, it is coming back. Superior Cleaning and Power Washing Book, Dale. Thank you to Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for this show. If uh, you are in business, either you are the man or working for the woman or working for the man, there may come a time that an upgrade in on the technical side may be uh, in need. Don't just go and start buying laptops, computers, desktops routers monitors keyboards don't don't just start buying that off the shelf sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation with blue frost it online at bluefrostit.com you can also call them at 616-285-50 the eric zane show podcast vouch store is open i vouch for these products.
the Nimble Accelerate Percussion Massage Gun, and the Nimble Express Percussion Massage Gun. One is bigger than the other. Uh, this one, the bigger one, the Accelerate, has a little more horsepower. Uh, if it comes to any type of therapy, recovery from sore muscles after a workout, recovery from injury, uh, you have to be able to um, massage those muscles, break up that scar tissue, and a great way to do it is with this product. I understand they're not the cheapest thing, but they work. Uh, try one out today. How? I don't know. I suggest you go to a store that sells something like this and literally try it out and you'll see for yourself. Oh my God, this is awesome. I have to have this in my life. Then you buy it. And on the vouch store, you're helping a small business and you're helping the show grow. Vouch is simply merging content creators with, uh, products and the nimble express and the nimble accelerate are two of those products. Camp, uh, camp craft cocktails is a company that takes these dried fruits and sends them to you in jars. You add your booze. You make great drinks. Split Rock Coffee. Dark whole roast coffee. Two pound whole bean. $21.95. The ground coffee. 10-ounce bag is $14.99. We got teeth care for the NFK. The full size and the kid size toothbrush. They're eight bucks each. They're fantastic from what I've been told by audience members who tried it out and they swear by those tooth brushes you can get all these and soon to be more on my vouch store vouch.store slash eric zane you may be shocked but i have to go tinkle again i'll be back physically i'm a mess if it weren't for my hair i'd be dead comments on joe uh joe spaulding i love how joe conducts himself Chris says Joe should be a lawyer. Tyler says he wants to ban porn. Fuck him. Not Joe. Joe doesn't, Joe doesn't want to ban porn. <laughs> Porn's the type of thing that if there was a talk of banning it, you would either be in the camp of hell no, which is just, I mean, I don't know if I want to be on the side of screaming from the mountain that we should not ban porn. Or you could say, well, we shouldn't, but just because uh, it, it's it's uh, infringing on our rights to read and write what we want and say what we want, you can kind of mask it. And that's true. I mean, it's uh, if they were able to ban that, they could ban other things too. But the Constitution is very clear. You can say and do what you want for the most part, I think, as long as you're not hurting anybody. I don't know. I don't know if I want to be on the argument of, no, we must not ban porno. I think I would just keep my mouth shut. And then if they ever ban it, that's when you really dive into the, uh, the world of making your own home porno. Who hasn't done that? Make their own home porno. I mean, think about that. There was a day and an age when making your own home porno was a real pain in the ass. I mean, you'd have like a fucking Super 8 camera. 
And uh, then, you know, you got to take the actual film and and get it developed. And that must have been weird unless you do it yourself. And then you uh, you got to go and, and, and put it on the projector and put up that stupid screen to watch your own home porno. Nowadays, you can do it. You can just grab your camera and on your phone, and, and she doesn't even know you're doing it. It's so mobile. I don't recommend that, that type of activity. You should have consent. Maureen says that she has not made home porno. Now, with all due respect, I think there is a a line. Uh, it's it's an age differential. You are in the uh, elder statesman bunch of the audience. Now, I am I'm getting there. I'm I'm right behind you. But I think the older a person is, the less the odds are that they've made their own home porno. That's what I think. Ryan says, who needs porno when we have the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast? Maureen says, I'm old. It's okay. You can say it. Kenny says, did he just call you elderly? I don't know if I did. If I did, I didn't. I mean, yeah, it came out. To me, elderly is like 89, 90, like my dad. But let's face it. If you're like in your early 60s, you're getting close to that age where you can be called elderly. Now, Maureen is extremely hip to be listening to this show. Not that I'm hip, but I talk like a child most of the time. I don't know why I would assume that that is hip. But for some reason, I think I just have a feeling that what I say and how I say it, if I continue to say it, how I say it, and my practicality and my my instincts don't change, that I'll still be able to pull this off. Can you imagine if I'm talking the same shit in 20 years? I'm 73 years old. I think there's a degree of novelty to it, too. When you have an old fuck who's ranting and raving... And the older he gets, it becomes more listenable. At least that's what I'm going to tell myself. That's how I get to sleep. Uh, Maureen says, this is true, Kenny. I am a senior citizen. I'll be 63 in May. It's too bad that I think that's a term that they should get rid of. Because it just reeks of complete feebleness. It doesn't have to be true. And, I, and you don't strike me as feeble. I mean, the fact of the matter is, you know what Maureen does at age 63? She wanders into strangers' backyards and takes dogs because they don't treat the dog well. That is not, that is not for the faint of heart. That's like a fucking Fallujah rescue mission. You can't be an old, feeble fuck and pull off that type of, uh, of maneuver on the regular. Okay. 
Linda says, no, she doesn't steal dogs. Well, okay, that was a figure of speech. She has to do sometimes some type of black ops reconnaissance that could lead to the rescue of an animal. She says, oh my God, I went into a dog fighter's yard and got a dog this last weekend. Wow. So let me guess in that scenario, the owner didn't say to you, Hey, I would like you to go into my backyard and rescue these dogs. I'm guessing that was not the case. I'm guessing that the owner came out and saw that the dog was gone and was like, who the fuck took my dog? Hmm. You're doing God's work, madam. God's work. Uh, All right. A New Jersey teenager is in some deep shit. So you got kids at the school. And uh, this one kid, I guess with know-how, no one's named in this story, but somebody's in trouble and some chicks are pretty embarrassed. Some kid had a knowledge of how to, uh, he, he has a knack for artificial intelligence and making pictures uh, be what they're not supposed to be. That's vague. There was a picture of several girls together, just a regular picture, standing there smiling, wherever. He got the picture and then did something. I don't understand how this works. I mean, I understand how voice applications work on artificial intelligence. I guess it's the same thing, just a few more steps for a video. So he does this thing and these girls' faces now um, are on there and then their naked bodies. Like he removed their clothes with AI. It took the picture and, um, produced another image with artificial intelligence of what the girls would look like naked. I cannot imagine. It is so difficult growing up these days. Everything you do could result in either a teacher having sex with you, some wacko shooting up the fucking place, or some other asshole taking an innocent picture and making it so that it's a big beaver fest. For fuck's sake. Yet another reason to bolster my argument that uh, kids should be taught at home. Man, uh, if you had said to 15-year-old Eric, first of all, if you said this to 15-year-old Eric that this would be a possibility, 15-year-old Eric would be excited. But if you said to me when I was 15, hey, uh, there's technology where we can take a picture and just take off their clothes and you can see what they all look like naked. I mean, that would be complete gibberish. 
What the fuck? We would think that there's no way that that's even true. Same thing like right now, we could be having a conversation and say, yeah, in 45 years, uh, we'll be able to create a person with a printer. And we might look at that now and say, I mean, that might be a thing then. You don't know. You just don't know. We would have had the same reaction when I was 15 years old about this scenario right here. So let's not poo-poo any weird ideas that seem like they're far-fetched. So anyway, dude did that to alter the photos of a, uh, of a kid. She's identified as Jane Doe because she is a minor and other female classmates at Westfield High School in New Jersey, according to a federal lawsuit. Um, and then the, the asshole shared the photos on Instagram. Oh, my God. Their faces remained easily identifiable, the lawsuit says. These nude photos of Jane Doe and other minor girls are virtually indistinguishable from real, unaltered photos, the lawsuit said. Yeah. I mean, that's how far it's come. Leave it to um, us to take something that could have been used um, for practical purposes for good. And the first thing we do with it is start uh, removing clothes off of teenage girls for the world to see. It's like we were at a crossroads. We came up with the AI technology and we're like, we can either use this to fight cancer or take clothes off of girls. I guess this had happened to Taylor Swift. That's what Corey says. AI generated porno. This recently happened to Taylor Swift. I'm glad I didn't know about that. I'm glad that that was not on my radar. Taylor Swift had the money to scrub the internet, but normal people won't be able to. Donut Dan says AI will for sure create a ton of new laws. The guy should start making altered photos for guys who want to sell naked selfies with bigger cranks. He would be rich. Yeah, I agree with you. If somebody, if any of you have the know-how to take a picture of me and remove my clothes, I am giving you right now full permission to do that to me. In fact, if any of you have the ability to take me and put me into a porno, I'm down. Ashley says the same thing. Full permission to make me sexy nudes, she says. No, you can put me having sex with a coyote. I don't give a shit. I think it'd be great for publicity purposes. So this is a uh, homework project I have for any of you, or maybe you know someone who has this type of knowledge. Um, have at it. Easy AI porno challenge. Children, no. Me, yes. I'll have sex with anything. Okay? I actually want to see my own porno. If you can get a, an image or a, a movie of me having sex with me, yes. Yes, please. Sign me up. That would be hilarious. 
if you need anything from me, like any other full body shots with my clothes on, I will send those to you if you have the know-how to make me to take off my clothes with AI and have movies of me porking things. A tree, a car, coyote, donkey, porno of VZ with Dan Campbell. Done. Absolutely. But kids, I mean, come on now. Classmates who made the images allegedly then shared the edited photos with fellow classmates and possibly others using the internet and Snapchat to distribute them during the summer of 23. Uh, Snap said, um, hey, we have policies in place to keep such things from happening. That's bullshit. The only thing these uh, platforms have the ability to do is realize that something is bad after the fact. They do not have the type of technology so that they can instantaneously keep them off of the internet. At least I don't think. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having this problem in the first place. And I don't know how you do that. But I would guess that if there's a way to, like, with the keystroke snap of a finger, you can remove clothes from a kid, that they can have the type of technology that could filter those things out. Um... The young girl and her family learned about the images in October of 23 when her parents, who were also not identified in the lawsuit, were contacted by the high school. But that was a difficult conversation. Hey, guess what? We've got nudes of your daughter. The school's assistant principal said the officials, that officials were aware of the images and had confirmed that Jane Doe was a victim. According to the assistant principal, a student had called into the office to alert officials about seeing nude photos of the young girl. How much ass would you want to kick if this happened to your little girl? Oh my God. There was a kid who, um, she's an adult now and she's really kind of a troublemaker. At least she was. She, uh, went to one of the local high schools and about 10 years ago, um, an image surfaced like in a parking lot outside of a football game of her giving a, a boy, a high school boy, um, a blow job. And like all the other students were around I'm going, yeah, let's go. Let's go. And like, uh, it's a child porno picture. It was circulated around the world. And then, um, the guy, the kid, well, she was good at that job and, uh, he blasted right in her mouth. And then, um, she took a picture of it and posted it. It was ridiculous. And so people like, holy fucking shit, this is unbelievable. So a bunch, she got in trouble. Uh, a bunch of people got in trouble. And if you had that image, it's, it's child porno. You don't want that on your fucking system. Jesus Christ. Don't look at it. She ended up, uh, being one of the people during the big, uh, uh, riots downtown that a lot of communities had during the George Floyd thing. She was like fucking shit up down there and got in big trouble. I don't even know what the fuck happened to her, but why did I bring that up? Um, 
Yeah, I, I'm not sure where I was going with that. I just know she did that. And, I mean, that's the opposite of what this this kid doesn't want to be seen nude. And then she was the one who was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm down. Fucking A. Can you imagine being, okay, that's where I was going. Dad of kid who didn't ask for this to happen. He's got to be mortified. How about dad of chick who's taking pictures of jizz loads and posting them? Like in her mouth. That, I think, if I was a dad who had that happen, who one day I'm at work and, um, you know, I'm, I'm there doing my job and, hey, man, I, I saw a picture of uh, your little girl online. Oh, huh? What? Oh, yeah. I, there was a jizz load in her mouth. And you're like, okay. At that point, you know, you've probably been beaten down. You're downtrodden. The years of years of that kid being this wild child. You're like, oh, shit. Every day it's something new. <sighs> Horrible. Um, working backwards. The idea of um, easy AI sex. Aram suggests a video of me porking free beer. Radio voice Linda says, you'll be getting a video file from Stalkerito in three, two, one. (coughs) Me having sex with creepy Dean, boring Dean. Oh my God. No, you have boring Dean putting it to me. Corey says, boring Dean probably already made those for his private collection. And then Corey says, can you imagine if boring Dean was still here during Boobgate? Oh, my God. Oh, me having sex with the governor. Yes. Dean and Stalkerito, Eiffel Towering EZ. Absolutely. Do that. Do that for sure. Oops. Sorry. That's funny. That's really funny. So anyway, um, this is getting ugly. Uh, Jane Doe suffered and will continue to suffer substantial reputational and psychological harm because of the photos. I believe it. The lawsuit said she has uh, dealt with substantial emotional distress, mental anguish, anxiety. Uh, They are trying to receive damages of $150,000 for each disclosure of a nude image. Compensatory and punitive damages to be determined at trial and other and a temporary restraining order. Okay, so if this doesn't work out in her favor, then there's something wrong with the world. You know, here she is. Just as innocent as can be. It's just a regular picture hanging out with her pals. And the next thing you know, it's being disseminated that they're all nude. Several states have passed laws trying to combat the spread of AI-generated porno images and criminalize the images as its usage has soared. In New Jersey, a bill is in the works to ban deepfake pornos and impose a fine jail time or both. So the legal system is trying to catch up to the technology. Of course this is going to happen. 
AI technology when it comes to things like um, the medical world is supposed to actually be a silver bullet in things like the fight against cancer. And what I had read, I'm probably screwing some of this up, that when it comes to, let's say, a person who um, has leukemia and they come up with a, or let's say has tumors inside of their body that they want to get rid of, trying to treat the cancer with uh, um, chemotherapy, a lot of the times a doctor might say, all right, I think based on my history with this type of tumor, um, my uh, educated guess is that this concoction of medicines will be effective. And then three months of chemo, you come back and it was kind of effective or not effective. All right, well, let's try this then. AI will be able to assess basically come up with a patient-specific medical concoction of chemotherapy um, drugs to specifically uh, attack the tumor tailor-made for the patient, which should be, it's probably already being used, many, many more times effective when it comes to fighting certain types of cancer. As I've read. Chris says AI did great with Michigan's unemployment fraud detection. LOL. He also says AI is getting better all the time. Linda says people always have to take something good and use it for evil. It's all about porno. Everything comes back to porno. Porno. Tyler says Andrea probably has a pic of Eric sucking a big black dick because we all know he wants to. Just suck a big black dick because I know he wants to, Eric. That was a hell of a moment. Donut Dan says, what if the kid made that stuff on a school computer? School's liable too. Absolutely. All right. Uh, where are we going now? Okay. Kanye West is back. Fuck yes. Speaking of nudes. His uh, 29-year-old wife, Bianca Sensori. Uh, I think he posted some nudes of her. And I think she's down. And people are criticizing him. So he decided to take it to Instagram while he's walking through the airport. 46-year-old Kanye West starting to look rough, especially in this clip that I'm about to share with you. He's uh, post fucking photos of his wife and she didn't care. This is the chick who, when he was in Venice, remember on that boat in the canals, 
And uh, she was giving him a blow job, like out in the public. People are like, oh, yeah, that's, look at that boat. Oh, look at that beautiful uh, canal. And uh, look, at, look, look at that chick uh, blowing Kanye West. And then he got up and you, just, you could see the crack of his ass as he's walking down below deck. I don't know. Kanye has a message to haters criticizing the risque social media content he posts of his wife, Bianca Sensori. A couple of things stand out here. Um, what he says. And physically, okay, he's got a pair of, uh, he's got his teeth are gold. Now, I, I don't know anything about gold teeth. And I, I don't know if those just go, if they slip over your teeth or if he just has gold teeth. I think these are like uh, things that slip over his regular teeth. I forget what those are called. Veneers or grills or whatever the fuck. You see him, he's making a weird face. And there's also something else about this guy. On his upper lip, right in the middle of the upper lip, there's like a, um, a fleshy bump. Not that different than like a clitoris, like a large clitoris. Which, by the way, is there anything better than a large clitoris that when you hit it, it actually goes... Well, anyway, he's got one of those. Corey says it's like a retainer. All right, let's check it out. I just want to tell everybody I posted my wife. Look at that thing on his lip. If that's temporary, like if he just has some type of malady, I wouldn't shoot a video up close of your uh, clitoral mouth. Three times on purpose. Look at that. What is going on with that thing? (laughs) Now there she is. She's beautiful. I love her face. Okay. Did you see what she's wearing walking through the fucking airport? Okay. (laughs) She wears these like body suits. Hold on. Okay. Can you imagine seeing her walking through the airport? You're like, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Look away. Look down. So what I'm saying is I delivered. She should just be nude. The album. Then people still in my comments talking about why are you posting your wife? Because she make me happy. That's why y'all happy with the music, because I'm happy. What? That doesn't make sense. Understand? So don't ever say nothing negative. If you don't like my page and don't like what I'm posting, go f*** yourself. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, no, I like that. I, I, I like that, despite I'm, I'm mesmerized by this clitoris on his upper lip. But... He's right. You don't like what he's posting. Seriously, go fuck yourself. Leave me, leave the king the fuck alone. Leave the king alone. I don't care, bro. I'm going to post my wife as much as I want. Go post your wife on your Instagram. <laughs> Did you get her a ring? Yeah, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think she minds. Uh, so uh, yeah, a lot of people like say that, um, 
you know, she's doing that against her. Well, I, I don't, I don't think she is. I think, uh, Bianca Sensori doesn't mind nude pictures of her. Okay. It doesn't, I don't think it faces her, faces her. Um, and, but I, I, I'm kind of like that same way. People get pissed off at me when I, uh, uh post shit online, making fun of Freebeer's hair and shit. But I'm like, you don't like it? Fuck off. I don't give a shit. Go fuck yourself. Corey says that he thinks he's Jesus. Kenny says you're not Elvis, dipshit. I don't think he's saying that. He's just calling himself the king. Maureen says they're both gross. I don't know. I mean, I think he, I think there, I think he for sure is weird. I mean, I don't, I don't want to live in a world where you can be, you can, uh, just because Bianca Sensori is showing herself naked or likes people to see her nude body. I, I, I don't think that that's that fucked up. I mean, that's every day, right? That's like another day in the world. Fuck. We got a person right here watching the show who at a moment's notice when we're talking about, you know, like puppy dogs and shit on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast is sitting there fucking letting them breathe. So I'm not going to be the one to say anything about that, especially Bianca Sensori. She's hot as shit. That's what hot chicks do sometimes. Sometimes people show their privates. It happens. Kanye's lip clit is my new favorite thing. That's the, that's the big thing there. He should do a whole video about his lip clit, which by the way, I love that you call it the lip clit. That sounds a lot better than what I said. Brandis talks about mental illness. Well, there is no doubt Kanye has issues. We, uh, we know that. But I don't know if what we just saw has anything to do with that. I think he might have been actually stable. Amanda says, I like that Chris called it a herpes blister. Corey says, my use, my uh, terminology for that woman's body part, for a, a female body part, I'm saying it weird he says i'm supposed to call it a clitoris instead of clitoris well the reason why i call it clitoris is because i have a grasp of this thing called english more so than you uh anybody who refers to it as a clitoris is incorrect It is called a clitoris. Popper 2582 says, I almost gagged on my pizza because of Kanye's lip clit. All right. Who knew that Kanye West had a new album? No one. Can you imagine, uh, making music at a time and everybody was like, Oh, I can't wait till his new material comes out. And now it's like, no one gives a shit anymore about Kanye West. And everybody gives a shit about Taylor Swift. 
Okay. Now, both of these artists, their, their music is not good. Okay. Bad music. Horrible. Uh, but she is on the top of the world and he is like an afterthought. It's remarkable. And the fact that he ran on the stage and says, Taylor, I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had a greatest record of all time. Whatever. Fucking shit. She looks so frazzled during that moment. Like nowadays with the power that she has, you know, I mean, back then when she was on stage and Kanye did that to her, that was like when she first, it was like when Luke first discovered he had the force. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing with that shit. But now, um, she's like an all powerful Jedi and what she could do to him with just a look, she could just crush his skull like Darth, just like make a fist. and He's gone. Uh, Brandis says I could do without both you, their music blows. Yeah. I mean, Taylor is, uh, just all of her music just makes me go, oh, boy, I am bored. It's worse than bad. You're actually boring me. I don't know. It might be the look. That's it. It's the look and her public demeanor that might be winning her favor. Yay. Kanye was bigger than her at the time. You're nuts. There hasn't been anything as big as Taylor Swift is the biggest thing since the Beatles right now. Don't even kid yourself. Kenny decides to pick a fight by saying boring, like listening to the Beatles boring. The Beatles are anything but boring. And everyone in this room agrees that anything you listen to is shit. Taylor says to Kanye, when we last met, I was but a learner. Now I am the master. Yeah. Kanye's a fucking idiot. All right. On the Patreon today, we need to get into the saga of the guy who lit the goddamn um, California wildfire resulting in, in like death and billions of dollars in destruction. He's the asshole who had the um, uh, gender reveal in the middle of like the driest portion of the area that he lived in, which it was an incendiary device. He started the whole fucking fire. There is an update on him. They actually found the guy who did the gender reveal, which started the fire. And he's pleading. He's, he's coming to grips with what he has done. All the more reason to ban gender reveals, which have claimed lives over the years. Wasn't there one, um, a guy, there was a couple where they blew off 
like some fucking thing. And then it was, it turned into a pipe bomb and grandma got like a, a, a piece of rebar flew through her head or some shit. This actually happened. This has happened more than once. I think it needs to be a rule of thumb. Don't blow any device off. I honestly think, honest to God, that Michigan made a mistake by allowing fireworks in here. I think fireworks should be fucking banned. Jesus. But then we run into a problem because people be like, well, all right, if we're going to ban fireworks. Why don't those are the people use those and they get hurt? Why aren't we banning cigarettes? That's a great point. And God knows I don't want that to happen. All right. So that'll be on your Patreon today. Thank you to Frank Fuss for sponsoring the show. He is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. Wants to help you get your life insurance. Especially if you're a, uh, a family, husband, wife. If, if you're married, you want to do this. Especially you young folks. You're going to pay next to nothing per month for your premium. To get hundreds of thousands of dollars of life insurance coverage in the event something terrible happens to you. Unlikely. You'll probably never use it. But you have the peace of mind of knowing that if something terrible does happen, your significant other isn't going to have to do one of those fucking annoying butt fuck GoFundMes. Oh my God, you lost someone. Do you want us to do a GoFundMe? You know, fuck you. I've got my own money. I had life insurance, dick. Uh, I don't know why the attitude. Go to buyinsurancehere.com and find out more about the life insurance policy that EZ wants you to get. I've had life insurance since I was 18 years old. You should too. Buyinsurancehere.com. Can you imagine... If you work your life, uh, you know, you, every day of your life, you and your wife building your family and you're, you know, status quo, middle of the pack, earning the medium, median wage that most Americans make, you know, check to check, struggling to get by, but you're making it, but you're making it, but you were smart enough to buy insurance because you don't want your significant other to suffer uh, if in the event something terrible happens to you. That would be fucking fantastic knowing that you did that. Don't let it slide. Reach out to Frank today. Buyinsurancehere.com. The tax hobbit is Troy Ginzer. Thank you to Tyler. He's my latest audience member who had Troy do his taxes. Amanda has a question. On average, what is the monthly insurance payment? Entirely depends on the health of the person buying the insurance, health and age. Like the insurance that I bought when I was 18, I take it back, when I was 33, to insure Eric, Diana, and kids was $38 a month. If I were to get that exact same policy now, after they do a health check on you, they check all your medical records. They do a blood test. Um, that same policy would probably cost me two to three hundred dollars a month. Still worth it. I outlived the twenty-year policy, so you lock in like thirty years now. At least that's what I'm going to do. 
because I'm actually doing that right now with Frank. Once I figure out exactly what I want, then I'm in business. But I couldn't tell you like the average. I don't know. I can only tell you my own experience. For you, um, it would probably be $100 million a month to insure you. So, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Kyler writes, if tag is cheaper than $300 a family, I'll go see him next year for sure. No, it's way, way cheaper than that. Now, come on. I typically, when I do these ads, say you're going to pay about a hundred bucks to get your simple, to, to get your return done. hundred bucks a person. I don't know um, what your significant other is doing. But each return is about, like Madison, she's a kid, 80 bucks. Uh, me, much more. NFK, 110. Reach out, Detroit, uh, 616-301-9516. Look at Tyler. Tyler just got back. He paid about 200 bucks for his wife and him to get his taxes done. Six one six three zero one ninety five sixteen for tag accounting. Grand Rapids Gold play basketball tomorrow night. I want to see you there. Go to grandrapidsgold.com for tickets. It's a Wednesday night game. You can get tickets for as low as 14 bucks. Get the tickets. Come see me. Come see the uh, some of the world's greatest athletes. You will love the atmosphere at the Grand Rapids Gold basketball game. We got a guy running the show there named Phil Cronin. He is the game, uh, in-game entertainment guru. And you will love what we have in store for you at the Grand Rapids Gold basketball game. We just added Pepper Grinder Cam. GrandRapidsGold.com for details. And last but not least, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Call Mario today when it comes to getting your mortgage. 231-332-6505. That's 231-332-6505. Get into a mortgage today. And this is for audience members no matter where you are in the U.S. Not just here in West Michigan. Everywhere. Reach out. 231-332-6505. Get the red carbon treatment today from Mario at the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. All right. Your asshole of the day today. I'd love to see your suggestions. Josh Shriver comes up. His name. And I would say that uh, it's a toss-up between uh, Josh Shriver, Kanye's lip clit, and uh, AI porno maker, but AI porno maker is going to take it for sure. That is your asshole of the day, brought to you by TC Paintball. Um, Quick note, TC Paintball, Paintball War number 23 happens Sunday. So you got to reach out to me if you want in. I'm getting a head count right now as we speak. Send it along, eric at ericzaintshow.com. I'd love to see some new faces there. I've got a number of new faces, so I think we'll be there. I'm still getting uh, my head count 
re- reaching out to people personally. But uh, the goal is at least 30. That's what we're trying to get. So reach out to me, Eric, at ericzanecho.com. That's it for me. At least on the free podcast. Talk to you later on the Patreon. Thanks for being here. Bye-bye.